I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about I was insecure and jealous. Well, one of the struggles of being in a relationship is feeling confident that our partner is committed to us fully. Now, sometimes our partners do things that make us feel insecure because maybe they are uh, flirting with another person or doing something that might be a little bit inappropriate and that would trigger your anxiety. Sometimes, on the other hand, you have partners that are very honest uh, up front um, and they are not hiding anything. They live their life out in the open and they just are an open book to you and you're still feeling insecure and jealous. Why? Well, obviously it's coming from a place where we've been hurt before. And I'm always trying to teach you guys about how our attachments to our caregivers affect our ability to be secure in our romantic relationships and they affect our self-esteem and our self-worth. Because whether you realize it or not, we had thousands upon thousands upon thousands of little interactions with our caregivers our whole life. Maybe they would compare you to your siblings and put you down. Maybe they would say things like, oh, you're stupid, or you can't do it, or, or they wouldn't um, encourage you to explore the world, or that they believed that you could handle problems as they arose causing you to feel insecure and constantly needing other people to take care of you. All of those things affect our ability to relate and to connect with our romantic partners. And that dynamic that we had with our caregivers often plays out in our romantic relationships. So, if your caregivers made you feel like you weren't good enough, that um, they didn't love you very much, or they were not giving you attention when you were trying to get it, they didn't make you feel good about your accomplishments, you're going to have a lower self-esteem because in their eyes you didn't look so great and amazing, so you kind of think, well, if that's how they feel about me, they must be right. And so we internalize that and it can really lead to a life where you don't feel good about who you are. Um, especially if you've had a parent that you were constantly trying to please and they just didn't give you any recognition for it. And I see that a lot, believe it or not, it's very sad. Um, now, a lot of times maybe it was just because they were trying to keep you motivated or maybe they didn't know how to do it a different way, whatever the reason is, it's affecting you in your present life. Confidence is an extremely attractive trait. And when you are confident and secure and you present that to the people that you date, they really are drawn to it. It's a very magnetic, intense kind of attraction. And so 
when you are saying things that are insecure, maybe you're putting yourself down or saying negative things about yourself, they think to themselves, well, maybe unconsciously they're thinking to themselves, oh, I, they're, they're put off by you. And they're just like, oh, well, maybe I could do better. You know what I mean? Like, you're almost putting the message in their head and then they start to believe it. So you got to be very aware of the amount of confidence you project even when you are uncertain, okay? So, I've got an email today from a guy that is in his late 40s and he was dating a woman that was in her mid-40s for almost five years. They've been dating together a long time and they lived together for several years of that. Now, he was telling me about her family and he said she's close to her family, divorced parents, loving, she has a secure attachment. Well, I'm wondering how secure it is with all those things going on. Divorced parents um, would have a big impact on your ability to um, trust romantic relationships because you would see that dynamic with your mother and father. Um, she, the reasons that she broke up with him is that I was too clingy and needy. Her friends did not like me much. She thought I had no patience for her son. So why did she think you didn't have any patience for her son? You're saying she thought it? Eh, is it she thought it or because she saw it? I would really wonder what's going on there. And maybe you're just not very um, aware of how your behavior with her son was looking to other people. I mean, because you're also saying that her friends didn't like you. Why is that? What's going on there? Makes me wonder, right? Do they not like you because you're too clingy and needy? I don't know. Uh, but it's something that I would look at if we were doing a Skype together. Okay, so he said, I packed my things and left after she told me it was over and she didn't love me anymore. I didn't beg or plead. She called me two days later, and that's when I begged and pleaded. Ouch. So you survived a whole two days, and then you collapsed. Understandable. I can't say I was any better when I was going through these breakups. Okay. She said that the two biggest problems in our relationship was that I was needy, and I wasn't romantic enough. Well, I think the big problem was that you were needy. Um... I don't think it was really because you weren't romantic enough. You just probably kept asking, well, what else did I do? What else can I fix? How else can I change? And that's when she's going to start giving you other reasons. My girlfriend of almost five years broke up with me because I have an anxious attachment. This is the second time we've broken up. Once, four years ago, and once, two years ago. Wouldn't that make this your third breakup? She initiated both, saying I was too clingy and needy and not romantic enough. That I was insecure and jealous and had invaded her privacy for going through her phone. I begged and pleaded both times after each breakup. After about a month of being apart, we got back together. Well, why were you going through her phone? Was she doing anything 
that was causing you to feel insecure and suspicious? Or was it because you're insecure by nature and that you're just checking to see if she's doing anything behind your back? Because you didn't indicate yet if she had done anything prior to make you think that she's doing anything wrong. I found your videos online and immediately followed your advice and went no contact. She called me two weeks later after no communication at all. It was about my mail and our storage room. There was no talk about the relationship and the call lasted a few minutes. I did not beg or plead and let her do all the talking. I told her to call me if she wanted to meet up with coffee and talk. After five more weeks of no contact, she sent a text message stating her son wanted to say hello. I told her to call and she did. I spoke to her son a few minutes and then, for her, about 20 seconds. Oh, you must have talked about a lot. She made it a point to tell me her son was the reason she was contacting me. I told her to call me if she wanted to talk and meet. The next day, she called me and we spoke for about 20 minutes. Very little about the breakup. We had asked each other about family and what we have been doing. Towards the end of the call, I asked again to meet up for dinner so we could talk. She said, Why, Newman? Why do you want to meet me? His name's not Newman. I decided to change it to Newman. Newman. I told her we haven't seen each other for two months and I just wanted to catch up and talk. Man, I really wish you had signed up for a Skype before you had done all this. Uh, I definitely would have been able to uh, help you plan this a little bit better. I did not tell her I missed her and that I wanted her back. I didn't act needy and I was calm during the call. She agreed and we met for dinner four days later. Man, I really wish you had set up a Skype for that. I could have gotten you ready for that. Those are very, very difficult and scary. That's what made me mess up with the Applebee's girl. I wasn't ready for that dinner. And as we all know, what happened to me. But if it hadn't happened to me and I had done it right, I wouldn't be here. So you guys can be thankful that I was crying at Applebee's. She made sure I knew that she was only agreeing to meet up and talk and that she didn't want me to think we were getting back together. Ooh, that hurts. Man, that would really hurt. Yep. The meeting went well. I acted confident and displayed some of my new learned alpha qualities. If you were following my videos, they weren't alpha qualities. They're omega, okay? I don't just settle for alpha. Omega. That's what we do here. Which was good, and I was dressed nice. I made sure I made eye contact and did not act overly excited to see her. I did not bring up the relationship, and I tried to let her do all the talking and tried to be a good listener. It felt like old times, and she was even sharing her drink and food with me. A few times, she brought up the past about me being needy and the way I sometimes ignored her son. I told her I agreed and that I was sorry it was in the past and all I can do is try not to make that mistake in the future. The meeting ended two hours later. I walked her to her car and told her I had a great time and it was nice seeing her again. I was parked across the street so she offered to drive me to my car. She dropped me off 
and I told her to call me if she wants to meet again for dinner. I kissed her on the cheek and left. And asks, my question, coach, is how do I proceed? Do I call? Wait for her call? If we meet again, what do I say? I really want her back, and I don't want to be pushy and mess things up. Wait for her to call you, and when she does, ask her when she's free to get together and set up another date. Keep doing like you did here. Have a great time. Have fun with her. Uh, she talks about all the mistakes that you made in the past. You know, maybe do some mirroring, validating, and empathizing. Um, and, you know, because you want her to feel like, yes, you recognize that there were problems in the relationship and that you're going to make an effort to be different and you want to show her that you're different. So that's what I would do. I don't think you need to call her. I really think that you've kind of laid the framework here of call me when you're ready. And if you don't, it's going to look like you're insecure and um, coming on too strong again, which is exactly the problem that you had with her to begin with. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do Skype coaching. I do email coaching. And if you want to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.